This is season number five. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And today I am joined by not one, but two other people in the podcast studio. First off, we have my lovely co-host, Saul Thompson. Hi, everyone. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Hi, Saul. Hi, John. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. It's nice. uh, beautiful weather out here today. It's like 73 and breezy. So, Ooh. you know, now that September is a the fourth summer month due to some uh, global warming, <laughs> yeah, we get to experience that into October. I don't think it dips below 70 here into like probably October 5th or 6th. Oh, God. Yeah. No, it's 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 weird. It was 78 today walking oh, around. Wow. Yep. I uh, I hoodies and stuff I want to wear, but yep. it's not there yet. I have like a pile of sweaters that are doing literally nothing but accumulating dust. Classic. Yeah. No, it's been like workout shirts and Nike elite shorts for me for a month and a half now. I'm, I'm ready for a change. Ready to, ready to let the people know what's going on. Maybe, yeah, exactly. maybe get street styled. Speaking of Saul, would you like to introduce our guest when he gets back from running somewhere? Yeah, absolutely. We have, if he isn't already, I should say your favorite new street style photographer. You definitely know of him. It's none other than at watching New York, also known as Johnny Cirillo. How are you, Johnny? I'm great guys. What's happening? Excited to be here. Let's yeah. just say that we're ready for an interview. It's a Monday. We're, we're chatting it up. I've got a fellow John on the pot. I don't know if that's ever happened before. Oh man. I'm honored. I think I'm you're, honored. you're our first other John. This is huge. Yeah, it's a John cast. We're freaking, uh, we're doing all kinds of new things today. Absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. How, how are you doing? I'm great, man. Everything's really good. Life is good. It's breezy outside. It's like nice weather. I like this time of year. Mm. Everything's cool, man. Nice. Everything's really good. I'm happy. I'm happy to be doing this with you guys. We're happy you're here. Let's right. get right into it. Pair of Kings Classic. Can we get a fit check today? Oh, shit. On me? On you. Oh, yeah. Well... Um, I gotta be honest. I was running errands. I'm trying to keep it comfortable here. Um, well, this is my, my New York times hat from the New York times. We have a sentence in the New York times. It's what we, uh, Saul and I, we got a sentence in the New York times. There's an article about men's fashion, social media, and they mentioned us. Is that right? Huge, yep. huge sentence. That's awesome. I, uh, I'm going to frame it. I'm going to cut it out with an exacto knife and put in a huge frame. You, just you a little should. Tiny. Yeah. yeah, dude, that is awesome. Um, I'm a long time. I was a longtime fan of anyway. I wear this hat because I love the New York Times. Uh, nice. These glasses, these are these are Ray Bans. Those are spectacular. Uh, I like the. Did you uh, put the chains on yourself? Chains on them. Yeah, the chains because I I'm always like okay, thing, especially when yep. I'm and when I'm shooting, I'll rip them off real quick sometimes and whatever. Got it. Uh, so I leave the chain on them. The shirt is just straight up Tains. Good old nice white T-shirt, and then I'm wearing these. Aqua blue shorts from uh, they're from Urban Urban Outfitters. Okay, are they Terry or are they linen? 
They're uh, they're corduroy. Oh, Ooh, oh cool. okay. very yeah, nice. Like a, like an aqua corduroy. I love corduroy. Great fabric. Absolutely. Corduroy yeah. is definitely underrated. It's 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 one of the like most comfortable materials, I mm-hmm. think. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean, they're great shorts and great. And the pants are like cozy, but they're still like kind of dressy and cool. Yeah, yeah, you could you could wear a corduroy pant depending on the width and the fit to sleep or to yeah. the boardroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You nailed it. So versatile. Um, yeah, I agree. I want a giant pair of corduroy pants, like like massively oversized. Give me like yeah. a, a 32 by 38. Yeah. Yeah, you deserve over. it. You you've earned Swimming it. Women in them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little, <laughs> you little gift to yourself, Saul. Make it happen. Exactly. <laughs> I'll find no, them. We'll find uh, them. No footwear in the house today, Johnny. I'm a shoes off guy. I'm a shoes off unless Let's I'm go. walking. Unless I'm in the streets, my shoes are off. Okay. In the in the house, outside, in the backyard, wherever I am, shoes are off. Well, I am here to disappoint because I just got back from work and I still have my shoes on. Oh, dude, kick them off. Let those, let those off. babies breathe. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll whip through my fit check as I take my shoes off. Yeah, I go. Add go a pair of Nike uh, Comme des Garcons Moabs. On. Oh, cool. Uh, one of my go-tos for the fall because they're completely black and don't show up when there's leaf stains and such getting on them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a pair of Supreme Hanes socks, a pair of Wrangler dress jeans in a dark brown, um, a T-shirt from my uncle's skate park. Shout out to the K-Zoo Skate Zoo in Kalamazoo, nice. Michigan. It's a good name. Yeah. And um, a Craig Green uh, harness shirt that I made a meme about on our Instagram today. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah. You guys I'll, always uh, start with a fit check? We do. Uh, I, that's like a soft we do. It's usually like an hour and a half of non-on-topic talk. and then Especially we'll like, if it's oh, Saul yeah. and I. Yeah. 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 It's just the it's two like, of us. Oh, yeah. We'll get a fit check in at around minute 40. <laughs> <laughs> It's very loose, though. Yeah. And then uh, jewelry that my mom made. A little bracelet that my mama made. Oh, let me see that. She made it for her uh, her preschool class. She teaches preschool, and she had a leftover one that I Whoa. snagged. I got to uh, tell you, I'm a, sucker. I'm a sucker for moms making son's jewelry. You know, I'm My blessed. mom makes me a lot of stuff. Blessed, so my mom's what a potter, mom so I get a lot of, like, ceramic pieces from her. Oh, Cool. Uh, my mom makes my mom makes a, lo- a little bit of everything, but she 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 oh, she made that. Your mom she made, made that? this. It's a bank. Whoa. In the back. Yeah, dude, that's, that's cool. I've never seen that, John. Um, I'll round us out. I have no shoes on in the house because I'm not an animal. I'm standing on a carpet right now. Or I guess go. sitting with my feet on a carpet. Yeah. Uh, I have a pair of black Patagonia baggies. Um, these are the ones that just get beat to death. I had a pair of gray ones and then every stitch in the pocket fell out on one of the pockets. That's oh, one of mine so, right now. Yeah. So I'm going to take it into Patagonia over the summer. What the hell I you guys do their, pockets? I never had a pocket do that before. What's happening? I think if you put your keys down and the key goes first, it'll rip through the mesh. Ah, and then that'll real loose mesh pocket. Yeah. yeah. That's what I suspect happened. I obviously don't know, but that's I think what you're I suspect onto something, happened. Saul. But um, I remember I was on the Patagonia website and they were like, yeah, obviously uh, repairs are free through Patagonia, which is really nice, but they give you an estimate for how long it'll take. And they said it was 18 weeks for a pair of shorts to stitch what? a pocket, to stitch a pocket. And I was My like, All right, maybe, maybe I'll do that. Not in the summer. So if I really do need these shorts, 
they can be utilized in some way. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to time it like just perfectly because by the time you get them back, it'll be summer again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, and then I have a vintage shirt from a uh, uh, dehydrated cow manure company called Bovang. Whoa. And says all purpose, all organic plant food and soil improver. I found oh my this God. in, in uh, where was I? Um, Austin. I was in Austin, Texas when I found this. Can I see it again? Can I see what it looks like? Yeah. Hold on. I got to put my mic down. To, like, oh my God. So it. it's like bovine and dung. And dung. Bovang. <laughs> That's crazy. What a combination of words. It's a great shirt. It's a great shirt. Yeah. It looks it's nice, super man. comfortable. It's very light, which is nice. I like um, that. I don't I like wear it feeling. as much as I should. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Um, oh, and then I have a Boston Red Sox at Go yeah. Sox. Boo. I don't watch baseball. I don't watch baseball. I think baseball is the least interesting sport you can watch. It's the worst of the big four, in my opinion. Very what, fun uh, to be at hockey, games. Hockey, basketball, football, and baseball. I'm going basketball, football, hockey, baseball. Oh, wait. In your order is yeah. what? Basketball, football, hockey, baseball. Okay, for watching or for participating in? Watching. watching. Participating is a different sport because baseball is yeah. really fun baseball to play. Baseball is really fun to play, and I like being at games, but I can't watch it on TV. Your yeah. first one was basketball? Yeah, college yeah. basketball in particular. Then hockey? Then football. Football, football, two. football two, hockey three, baseball four. Wow. How about you, Sal? I got to go basketball, hockey, football, baseball. Okay. Okay. How about you, yeah. Johnny? Baseball is number one for me. Okay. Really? On TV, yeah. I like watching baseball, um, but you know what it is? I, I don't really sit there and watch it. I do a lot of editing when I'm when I got baseball. Okay. It's okay. a really nice thing to have on. It's kind of comforting. I like that I'm friendly with the I'm friendly in my mind with the commentators. You know what I mean? I <laughs> it's a comforting sound. Football mm. drives me bananas. It's so much hubbub for such little action to me that it just. That's very fair. I'd I agree. also I also can't relate to these guys. You know, what I mean, these guys are just these tanks that are just like rolling over each other. I can't can't get into it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't get into the to the football scene. I mean, I watch like the Super Bowl and stuff like that. Hockey's mm. fun. Hockey's, Hockey's a I blast. Like when like guys can fight too. at any time. Yeah, that's that's the drop, landmark. Drop gloves and try to kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What did you say, Saul? I said that's a landmark of a great sport. You could fight anybody at any <laughs> right, time. Right, right, right. <laughs> just, imagine going to work and just getting into a fight and it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like that's your sounds... boss is just like standing there, like refing, you know, <laughs> not Saul really intervening. Just, yeah. Because they know the fans love it so much. Yeah. Very fair. Uh, mergers and acquisitions. Is just I, I don't like, like I don't six watch... five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't watch that much sports, though. I really don't. I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm more of like a movie or a TV guy. Ooh. Ooh we'll, okay. What have you we'll been be getting into yeah. that? We'll uh, we'll save that for, right. for our questions, but that's coming up, my friend. Oh, nice. All right. Keep cool. listening, listeners. Yeah. We're going to do movie talk. Can't give everything away too early. Oh, <laughs> movie talk. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I think with that, we can we can get right into our, our questions. Yeah, for let's do it. Johnny, cool. first things first, how are you and what has quarantine been like for you? Well, I mean, quarantine's different now than it was a year ago, but mm -hmm. um, eh. we we were we were really trapped at the beginning. I felt I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty um, I have a lot of anxiety. I and mm -hmm. and it was really the beginning was hard, man. Like I I felt like the air was radioactive. I I I didn't want to open a window. We were in a really really small apartment in Brooklyn, 
And uh, I just panicked. It was the beginning of quarantine was really, really tough. Uh, I even like, I don't know if this is like too much info, but like I went outside to do something at one point, like I had to get to my car to get something out of the car. Like someone like fucking sneezed across the street and I panicked so much. I found myself in my shower, like eight seconds later, fully clothed, all my clothes on shoes, socks. Like I just panicked. You know what I mean? Like I, I like I enjoy going to therapy. I think therapy is super important and it's really mm-hmm. great to like mm-hmm. I wasn't I hadn't gone to therapy in like a few months. You know what I mean? Not that I, I'm not on any medicine or anything like that. And, and, and I would I don't have, you know, medicine's amazing. I just, I feel like I needed that release. I didn't get that release and I didn't want to do it over the, over zoom. Like I wanted to be face to face. The beginning was a struggle. The beginning as yeah. I'm sure it was for everybody and you guys. Um, my wife's dad is in a nursing home and he, he got COVID oh, and people God. just started dropping like flies in that place. I mean, like, like multiple deaths a day. Oh my uh, God. It's terrifying. Was. Yeah. And, he, and he's got a lot of issues and, and thank God he like pulled through. Um, so the beginning was, was really tough. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was, that was the start of quarantine. Like I was Lysoling my grocery bags. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like separate the fruit and like wash everything after yep. you got back from the grocery store with soap and water. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was so weird, man. It was, it was horrible. <sighs> so you guys had a similar experience? Basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Then I, I lost my job in June. So I became a full-time podcaster for about eight months. Whoa. And that, uh, silver linings, silver linings. It was really good for like growing the pod and stuff like that. And unemployment yeah. helped me down in the meantime. And, you know, now I'm able to balance both, which is a huge blessing. That's great, man. Yeah. It was weird, man. Super weird times. Hopefully we dig ourselves further out of it than we are right now. <sighs> sure. hope yeah. so. I'm yeah. tired of it. We can hope. Yeah. Uh, but I guess over the, the past two years, we, we classified as quarantine length of time. What are your favorite recent movies, TV shows, books, albums, things you've been listening to, watching, whatever it may be? You have any highlights for us? Any recommendations for all the listeners? You know, I know you guys sent me some questions mm-hmm. um, and I had a really busy day, so I didn't get to look. And I wish I would have because I'm sure this was there. Um, favorite things that I've seen? Um, I just started Why the Last Man on oh, uh, yeah. Hulu. I read that graphic novel back in the day, yeah. and I loved it. Is the and show the, good? And, 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 what's that? Is the show good? Yeah, it's doing it justice okay, good. so far. Okay, good, I'm, good, I'm good, like good. three episodes in. I think there's only four episodes out so far. Okay. Uh, only stranger, uh, only murders in the building. Uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short's new show with. Oh yeah. Is with, it a comedy? Uh, Selena Gomez. Yeah, it's a comedy. And okay. it's about a podcast. You guys should watch oh. it. Great. They, they, live this, they live in an old, really old building in New York City. Um, one kind of like like the Dakota, let's say, like a, a famous, a world famous building, the, the building that John Lennon used to live in. And yeah. Live in. And, um, and there's a murder in the building. And these three people that weren't friends beforehand are now uh, – they come together because they all listen to the same podcast and they want to, it's like a crime podcast and they want to make their own podcast and they start unraveling like what happened to this person in the building. And I'm just, I mean, Steve Martin, Martin short, I mean, sign me up for just about anything with those two guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, forgive a, a stupid question. Martin short was, uh, Bilbo, right. In uh, Lord of the Rings. No, 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 no. Who am I thinking of? Uh, is that his name? He passed away like a couple, like a year ago or so. 
Um, and I forget his name. I don't know. Martin Short is and the three amigos. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Martin. Yeah. He used to do an that. interview called Jiminy Glick. It was really funny. Um, Clifford, yeah. he's just hysterical. I mean, he's in Saturday Night Live. He's just like a, a like an old school comedian that's just his, amazing and tremendous. Um, yeah, so I've been watching that stuff. Um, movies in quarantine, a movie that uh, was a really silly movie that I really enjoyed that was like nice that came out last Halloween was Hubie Halloween. Uh, oh, Adam, yeah. With Adam, Adam Sandler. Yeah, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan as well. I just love anything that he does. Um, as far as listening to things goes. Um, Speaking of like Netflix, I guess it's sort of a horror movie, but have you watched um, Fear Street? Are you into like scary movies? I do like scary movies and I haven't even heard of Fear Street. So it's a three part, I guess, trilogy. It takes part basically like concurrently though. So it starts in, I think it's like 1998 and then it works backwards, kind of unraveling this mystery of this, uh, this like curse on a town. Hmm. It's like, it's, it's not, I, I wouldn't say it's like a, like a horror classic, but it's really good. Cool. Like it's well shot. It's scary. Like the whole thing makes sense. You know, like it's well cast. Like the kids are likable. The whole thing, it like is sort of like a love letter to like classic horror movies. It's really good. If you if you haven't I'm just, watched, I'm, right, it, I'm writing it down. I'm yeah. right. I'm writing it down now because I'd like to Fear Street. Yep. And there's Fear there's Street. three. I think it it has it as part one, part two, part three. So there's no worries in like getting the, what, the what, wrong what, one to what, What's your guys' favorite horror movie? John, you want to go first? Probably Silence of the Lambs. That's a good one. Classic. You knew that answer. Yeah. <laughs> you had that answer ready. Uh, I really like my two are It Follows oh, and either the original Scream or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It Man. Follows I is like, probably I my like favorite recent Campy. one. Yeah, It Follows is so good. The soundtrack was crazy. is just incredible. It was shot in it Michigan. Follows. Really? Like, I, I didn't even know what time in the world we were in that movie in it follows like when was it oh like, yeah it seemed like it was kind of from like like the 80s but then they had like these weird cell phones in it and like yeah but I here, that personally movie beautiful i like when in a horror movie the time is a little ambiguous because it allows them to sort of goof around with like oh like it makes sense why they wouldn't just call each other and be like, Hey, it's coming. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a bit of an out, but at the same time, it's like, all right, like I appreciate that. They did I, this I get and it. Like, yeah. yeah. I believe that movie. Like I believe the char the characters in that movie were believable. Yeah. Scream scream blew my, blew my hat off when I saw it. I grew we up. Watched, in the 90s. We uh, watched the intro scene in my like 11th grade English class. Yeah. And I remember watching that and I was like, all right, I need to watch this movie and going home and being like, yeah. all right, yeah, I'm going to sleep with the lights on tonight. <laughs> the intro with, with Drew Barrymore. Is that the yep. intro? Yep. Yeah. Scream is amazing. Oh, dude. It's so good. Yeah. It's really it was, good. it, it, it brought it. It was like a new genre of horror movies. It like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It, it made it fun. Like it made it like, Oh, kids can watch. This is fun. Who wrote it? It was uh, Kevin Williamson. That guy was on, he, he did like Dawson's Creek, which was oh, obviously cool massive yeah i'm i'm like 90 percent positive he 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 wrote it whenever um, i get my hair cut i go to the um the barber and i show them a picture of one of the guys from dawson's creek because i really like the way that he wears his hair and it looks which good on guy? me Pacey? uh it's the blonde dude dawson yeah yeah i guess it's yeah, dawson. Dude, dawson yeah it's dawson. my creek i should know it you know to be honest <laughs> with you 
I was I was young. Well, I was like 16 probably when that show came out. Yeah, I was obsessed with filmmaking. I was obsessed with Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. My room had po- movie posters all over it, and I was studying photography and filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So when that show came out, it was about this dude Dawson that was an aspiring filmmaker who loved Steven Spielberg, had an adorable girl that like lived across the bay from him or whatever it was. The creek. It wasn't a bay. It was a fucking. It was a bay. <laughs> and. And I was just like, I, I, I loved it. My friends all made fun of me. They were like, this is the stupidest show I've ever seen. But I thought it was like so cool. I was like, yo, this is like fantasy living. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and he was like a cool filmmaker. Like he was really like dedicated. He was shooting on film in high school. I thought it was really cool. When you started out with photography, um, did you start out only shooting film like 35 or did you move up to 120? Did you ever do like four by five? I actually, um, I actually just got my first medium format camera. Like, oh, last nice. Yeah. Which one? It's a Hasselblad. It's an old Hasselblad. I'm really excited to like get into. Um, nice. I did shoot with them in high school because that mm. was part of our like curriculum. Um, but no, I started off pretty much. My mom uh, hooked me up with a. She actually hooked me up with a like an old 35 millimeter Pentax that she nice. had when she was younger. Oh, that those I things- would. The, the ones that weigh like a pound and a half. Totally. Be super yep. heavy. Yeah, they're like metal, <laughs> metal bodies. Yeah. yeah. And then I got this little 120 camera that was like my main, you could slide it in your pocket and I can't find it. And it, bu- it bums me out. Um, it was these really small, little, thin, little pieces of film that would go in it. Uh, canisters. Anyway, I shot with that when I was like junior high school. And then once I got into high school, um, I, I got into the photography classes and, um, I kept on using my mom's um, I kept on using my mom's like old Pentax 35 millimeter mm-hmm. and they bought me, my mom and dad bought me a really nice camera, a Dynex. It was called um, 35 millimeter for my high school graduation. And then I built a dark room because I didn't have access to the dark room anymore. And then I, I, I just continued it in the dark room for years until cool. digital came out. And then I, I fought it for a while and then I dove in. <laughs> That's, you know, in brevity, that's how that's that was the timeline. I guess this question's a little bit farther down, but now is a good a time as ever to ask what kind of camera do you typically use just like walking around? I know I read an interview with you, you said you carry around a 200 millimeter lens, um, which I guess is a whole other conversation, just like lenses. But what you know, do you have like a camera bag you carry around with you? Like, what's in your camera bag? My camera bag, um, my like, well, I use a 5D Mark IV. Sure. Um, Canon 5D Mark IV, which I love, but it's it's really beat up now, um, and I need a new one. They say you can put about 250,000 photos on the camera, and I'm over that already. I think I've had it for oh about my five God. Years. I, I shoot <laughs> I shoot I shoot about 75,000 photos a year. That's like what I'm at. Damn. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and and that's not even that's not I, I I find it's it's a lot, but it's 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 not as much as you would think. I shoot a lot. I shoot a lot of pictures. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's breaking down. All the rubber's falling off of it. It looks it looks like a hundred years old. Uh, and in and the lenses in my camera bag are always a fifty millimeter one point four, an eighty five millimeter one point eight, and a two hundred millimeter two point eight. Those are my. I don't really like shooting wide. I mean, I have I have wide lenses, but those three lenses and my favorites are the two hundred millimeter is attached ninety nine percent of the time. It's uh, it's the camera. It's the it's the setup that I use the majority of the time, and I use the 85 mostly for portraits, and the 50 I only use if I'm in tight quarters or, you know, I don't know. I, I 
I like to I like to alter the reality a little bit more than you know they see you know like our eyes see in 35 millimeter allegedly you know what I mean so when you that's I think why 35 millimeter became so popular because it's what we see you know it's a it's a very true representation of what we see and you start getting wider than that or tighter than that and it starts looking a little bit it starts looking different you know so um the 200 millimeter is is just unique in its you know in the way that it shapes uh, a scene mm-hmm. so I, I just i i just find that more appealing not not in every situation but uh in 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 my situation what i like to do i i, I find it i find it more satisfying to shoot with something is it's a difficult lens to shoot with as well. So I, I mm-hmm. enjoy the challenge of having a really busy sidewalk and trying to get a full frame of somebody with a 200 millimeter from like over a hundred feet away, you know? Cool. So that's, that's the, that's the camera bag. Very nice. Uh, kind of building up on top of that topic, uh, what you're using to shoot on a day-to-day basis. What does a typical day look like for you? Like morning to night, morning to night, yeah. day in the life. Woken up. I usually I usually get up around around five thirty. Okay. And I do a little social media scrubbing through, you know, my Instagram, TikTok, whatever messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to stay up on top of the messages um, because when I photograph somebody, I always tell them like, "Hey, can you if you send me a message, I can like screenshot it and then I can tag you." So uh, I try to keep up with my messages, and then um, I have a three year old boy named cash and he comes in the room at about 6 30 every day and then it's playtime man it's on uh it's on like donkey kong we 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 roll around we mess around we play uh we talk about the morning we you know then my, my wife you know gets up a little bit after us usually but um <laughs> it's breakfast uh we usually have breakfast we take a walk we chill out a little bit and we you know communicate and then um when I'm shooting on days that I'm shooting, um, my mom and dad will watch the kid and okay. then I'll, I'll head out for the day. And, um, and then I'll pretty much nowadays what I've been doing is like this, this month I've been heading into Manhattan and I, I cruise around downtown or I pick a spot and I'll stay there for about an hour or two. And if it doesn't pick up or it doesn't, then I'll move locations and um, I usually always end up in Williamsburg or Greenpoint because we have an apartment there cool. and uh, that's in Brooklyn. And, um, and then uh, I meet up with my brother. My brother lives in Brooklyn. I get some food. There's so much good food to eat in New York. So I'm always Ooh, like this. favorite restaurants in New York. Give us like a quick top, uh, top five, too much to ask. No, not at all. Okay. I mean, hit I us, can, hit I us with it. I can give you a top 500. There's give so us a, Give us a top 10 then. I'm always looking for re- recommendations. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, all time best restaurant in New York, in my opinion, as far as food, service, ambiance, food mostly, uh, is called Lilia. And that's in Williamsburg. L-I-L-I-A. L-I-L-I-A. Yeah. There's and, also um, a really good restaurant called Elili, which is I-L-I-L-I. They do yes. really good food. Yeah. Yeah. um i've never eaten there but i've heard of that really good go go do yourself a favor go eat there cool cool yeah lilia is is my favorite place to get a a meal like a dinner everything it's italian it's all homemade it's beautiful Mm -hmm. they got an incredible artichoke their pastas are amazing everything from lilia is incredible um i'm not going to give you like all restaurants but i'll give you like different things 
My favorite sandwich to eat uh, is a place from uh, called Marlowe and Sons, and it's called the Scuttlebutt. And it's <laughs> that's a good name filled with pickled vegetables and fucking cheeses and parsley. And it's on a focaccia bread that you can just sleep on. It's so good. Uh, the Scuttlebutt is great for Marlowe and Son. Bamonti's is one of my favorite old school Italian restaurants. I think it's the oldest uh, family owned Italian restaurant in Brooklyn or possibly. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the waiters are in like their 80s. They're like, you know, walking around <laughs> and, and the food is delicious. And it's just a really fun scene. Um, I love for pizza. Slices are different from pies, but for pies, mm. like sit down and eat. I love Paulie G's in Greenpoint um, okay. down on Greenpoint Avenue. Really unique, fun flavors, great pies, just like super fun scene. The, the inside of the restaurant's amazing. Um, and then there's a place called superiority burger that has like amazing veggie, uh, like veggie burgers and ve vegan options and stuff that's on. Oh shoot. I think it's on St. Mark's. Okay. Um, that's five. That's, that's a good Perfect. solid five. Very nice. Yeah. One more, one more really good place. There's a place called Bakery. Uh, that's a bakery that, um, Everything that they make is dynamite. You feel like you're in a movie scene as soon as you walk in. It's beautiful in there. It smells amazing. It's just like toasty and perfect. And they got great. I get a lot of yogurt and granola from there. I love the yogurt and granola, but they got great eggs and danishes and all kinds of like sweets and treats and stuff like that. Bakery is top of my list. So that's, that's like awesome. pizza, a couple restaurants, a little breakfast. You know what I mean? Sandwich, lunch. That covers the gamut. Very nice. It's a, it's a good list. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sully Boy is our other fellow New Yorker. What's your uh what's give me a top three? Uh personally, uh my girlfriend and I have been going to this restaurant Banklin, B-A-N-G-K-L-Y-N. Hmm. Um, it's up on it's either on like 104th or 103rd up on the east side. Um that's really good. I'll always stop by Oh, there's another, uh, I think it's called Moti Mahal Deluxe. That's also on the Upper East Side. They do really good Indian food. Mm, nice. And then there's a um, a French fry place in, near um, the Comedy Cellar. I'm forgetting the name, but they do really, really good French fries. That, and they're oh, open, I think, until like 2 a.m. Uh, I don't know that's the name. Fun. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah. What's your favorite cuisine? Um, currently or all time? Um all all time all time yeah, all probably time. Yeah. italian or jewish just because my grandmother like always making jewish food i don't Does know that if mean really like, like if, if you had to if you had to have one cuisine for the rest of your life you'd pick one of those uh well, i can't have, have pasta else. i can't have pasta anymore because i am allergic to gluten um and i'm lactose intolerant so Italian's tough no, but if i was to pick sauce with a spoon <laughs> Yeah. If I was to pick one for the rest of my life, probably Japanese. I feel yeah, like it's I think pretty, I'm with you. Yeah. It's I think I do like and Greek balanced. Mediterranean. I could do yeah. hummus, olives, and euros Dude. for the rest of my life. Oh, I think, man. isn't that, uh, isn't the Mediterranean diet or like that area where they have the Mediterranean diet, the longest life expectancy or they have the I longest think so. life? It's, it's gotta be Japanese. Them? I feel like I'd like to probably close. Way. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Japanese food is so healthy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
It's so pure. You know exactly yeah. what you're getting. Yeah, totally. It's like simple. You can see it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a piece of fish. That's a rice. And that's a piece of seaweed. And let's eat it. <laughs> and it's going to be delicious. What don't you know what you're eating when you're eating it? Uh, anything at a state fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's even what it's advertised. It's going to be something completely different. Mm-hmm. What is it? Isn't a it fish like- sandwich from a fast food restaurant. Yeah. yeah no idea. Yo, I had a, I had a, I had a, uh, a girlfriend once um, and we were dating for, for a few months and um, we went out to breakfast at a diner. Like there's some scrubby diner in. Yo, am I still here? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I just hit a button. Um, some like scrubby diner in Brooklyn. It was like eight 30 in the morning. We were like a little bit hungover and we ordered, I got the, you know, I got some eggs and bacon or whatever. And she got the linguine and clam sauce. Oh, and it really changed my view on, <laughs> I was, I was like, one, we're in a diner. You can't order linguine and clam sauce. How fresh is this linguine and clam sauce going to be? They've, that's Dude. the one plate they've had since they were found it. <laughs> they kept it in the freezer. Yeah. And it's eight. It was like eight 15 in the morning. Oh, the relationship when uh, it went it went south, guys. I think that's, that's like a, a Seinfeld flag, episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerry dates a girl who orders linguine and clam sauce. I think that was probably an actual Seinfeld episode. <laughs> probably was. Oh was goodness me! Goodness gracious, <sighs> Johnny! What got you interested in street style photography? Uh, Bill Cunningham did. Uh, he was a. Um, he was the street fashion photographer for the New York Times for many years. Um, and I loved his photos. I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm into the photos before the fashion, really, to be honest. Got it. Um, I just like, I like cool New York scenes. And um, so I used to love his photographs, you know, and um Style came second, like the fashion came second, but I started appreciating it through his photos. And I was, you know, my wife is really into fashion. So, she, you know, she kind of told me about him back in the day. And, you know, you just start finding out about these old school photographers in New York City that are just legendary. And then uh, I followed him around and I loved his work. I watched everything I could find on him. Just thought he was a beautiful guy, you know, like just the way that he approached life in general and his just demeanor was just so kind. I just wish everybody was like him, you know, like, and um, then he died and I never knew him. And I wish I did, you know, I wish I, I, because if it was now, I feel like I would have, if I would have started this while he was still alive, I know that we would have, cause I've crossed paths with a lot of people now that I look up to. And um, so the day that he died, I said, shit, man. And I never did any, I never shot street street, fashion or anything and uh so i just went out for the day i said i'll just go out for the day and um do what he did you know what i mean just to feel the vibe and just kind of think about him and, you know to honor him for the day and that's what i did so i went out and i went down by the mercer hotel and i i just shot for the day and um, and he uh and and it was really fun and i really and i got home and these are, I like, you know, she enjoyed the photos and I had a really fun time. So I just decided like, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I went out, did it again. That was, 
That was like five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Oh my God. Very nice. That's how I got into it. So just in terms of watching New York, will you go out uh, X number days of the week and build up like a backlog of, of photos? Or do you basically, if you take a photo, you'll post it day of or day after, obviously you edit, but um, is it like a pretty quick turnaround or are you kind of rolling with a backlog of photos that just, you know, you put up as they, as they go. Um, okay. I do, I do both. Um, mm-hmm. Some days are just better than other days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try to like, sometimes I'll get five great shots in one day, but let's just say, for example, it's five people all wearing polka dots, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't put, I can't put them one, two, three, four, five. You know what I mean? So I'll have to stagger them out a little bit. You know what I mean? Or sure. whatever. Um, everything's everything's pretty recent, like within like, you know, 10 days or something like that, I would say. Okay. Um, once in a while, I'll dig back and like find some like, you know, if, if, if it's pouring rain one day and, you know, two weeks ago I was out in the rain and I got a really good rainy shot, I'll just throw it up on, you know, on there because it's like a rainy day. But um. It's all, it's all very current. Nothing, nothing is usually when I go out the next day, I'll post a shot that I took that day or the day I'm um, the day before. Um, and then, yeah, I try to keep it really current after, after like 20 days goes by, I archive them. They go into my computer, they go into a hard drive and I don't really, I don't really bug with them anymore. And then uh, I just, just keep on, you know, doing that system. Yeah. Do you have like a, like a, an end plan? Do you want to make a book or, or, some sort of like greater project or um, like, like are you saving certain outfits or looks or even just good photos for like a specific angle? Or are you just working through, I think it's just Instagram and TikTok at the moment, unless I'm missing, or you're also on Twitter. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm really on, it's Instagram for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I, uh, Twitter, I joined cause I didn't want to fall behind. And I mean, um, TikTok, I joined cause I didn't want to fall behind. I really, I, I got to figure it out. I, I don't do enough on there. I got, I got to like, I got to step it up. I got to like figure out exactly what, what to do to uh, whatever uh, Twitter. I just, I tried to grab all the handles and like, you know, <laughs> now and then just use them, you know, when I can. Um, but it's Instagram is the one that I've curated and that I really care about. And that I really yeah. like, you know, I like the community there. It's very kind. Um, You're doing a fantastic job. Let I me say. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Um, so I, I save a, a I don't want to say that there's an end. I don't want there to ever be an end. Oh um, yeah. I, I really do enjoy it, but I, I would love to um, make a book mm-hmm. and I have a literary agent and um, I think it's going to happen. It seems like it's in the works. Hey, um, that's awesome. I'd love to do a book every year. That would be, you know, just 2020, 2021, 2022, New York city street style, you know, um, I, I enjoy what I do. I really do. It's really fun. It's exciting. I get I get to listen to really great music and walk around the city. <laughs> and I like people and I like talking to people. So um, it's 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 a good bit of everything for me. Um, I hate I don't really I'm not really like a good worker. I've never been I haven't had like a haven't had a job with a boss in like a really long time. I just I don't know. Some days I just don't feel like going to work and life's too short to me to, you know, feel like I'm under stress and pressure because I have to make money to. Um, so I've always tried to like do my own thing, whether it's like building things, selling things. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is like right up my alley, you know, just go out when I want, 
pick a nice day and find some fun people and whatever. Um, But a book is a book right now, as far as like a goal goes, the goal for the longest time was that I wanted to be the New York Times street fashion photographer. I wanted to do what Bill did, what Bill Cunningham did. Mm -hmm. Um, But as it's grown and gotten bigger, I've had some other opportunities, you know, that people wanted to partner with me. And, um, and it, it, it was never really about the money for, for work. It was the prestige of working for the times and just to, the honor of doing what he did, you know, mm-hmm. after he did for it. Sure. But, but now the way my life is, I also didn't have a child when I started this, or, <laughs> you know, I just, I want to maximize my time with my boy and with my mm-hmm. wife. And I want to have as much fun as I can with them. So um, I don't know if I want to work for like the Times or, or a publication like that anymore. I, I really would love to continue doing things on my own. Uh, that's the dream. The dream is to really do what I'm doing, but do it bigger and bigger and, you know, make enough money to just enjoy, enjoy life. For sure. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the plan. We'll see. Wonderful plan it is. Yeah, I'll say. So as someone who takes quite a few photos of people wearing clothes, what makes a good outfit to you? It's a big question, John. It is. Um, there's so many factors, I think. Um, it, it, I, now, I didn't come from a fashion background, so this might mm-hmm. not sit right with everybody. Um, I like when a scene looks good. Uh, Sometimes somebody can be wearing something very plain to me and it's their swagger or their confidence. And it's the way that they're walking that attracts me to them. Um, And I try to make that show in a photograph. Now it's not always the case, you know what I mean? Um, But there are times on the page where people are just wearing jeans and a t-shirt and Mm -hmm. it's just something that draws me towards them. and it's also the scene, the background, what's happening in the back of a photograph. And especially in New York, it's, it's easy to make things look pretty. Um, I also think, I mean, I, I always say that, like, I like to, to photograph, you know, the unusual or the bold, the beautiful, the, the unique, all those, all those things uh, are playing you know, are going in my mind when I'm, when I'm looking for who I want to shoot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm constantly, fo- I'm constantly looking for trends. You know, I'm trying to see if there's something new that I see. Like, like I started noticing last year, like a lot of girls were wearing corsets. Like I just started oh, seeing yeah. more and more cor- corsets, 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 they're getting bigger and bigger. And I felt like this year, the Met Gala, that was like, uh, or not even Met Gala, not say Met Gala, fashion week. It was corset crazy. You know what I mean? And that gets out to the masses. And then next year, everybody in America will, you know, corsets will be the thing. Mm-hmm. But I, but it, it happens on the street early on. You know what I mean? So I feel like I, things like that, like I noticed that early on, like I noticed one and I was like, ah, it's like a corset on the outside and it looks cool. And then you start seeing more and more. Uh, so I'm always looking for trends. Uh, I like, I like bright colors, but I like when people, you know, the way that they do, blacks as well like i think mm-hmm. you know styling with black clothing is really important and really a really cool it's a it's a unique ability to be able to style yourself in all black and make it look really and really pull it off i don't know i look for everything you know what i mean just whatever catches my eye yeah yeah it's not too deep you know what i mean it's like <laughs> besides the trends which i have 
I have like a, I have a folder on my computer that probably has a hundred folders, uh, uh, you know, a hundred folders on, on my desktop that say different trends, things that I see happening, things that sometimes they flounder and they don't, they, they're not what I thought they were. And then other times they explode. So I'm always looking for those trends, whatever they may be. And sometimes they're small, you know? What are some trends that you see now that are getting, or like gaining steam? I mean, they may not, you know, play out or, or you know, become anything huge, but what are some that you see like picking up now? Um, can I think about this for one second, guys? Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Give me like a 10 second breather just to like think about what trends are happening right now. No answer now. <laughs> <laughs> um, a cool one that I really liked actually that never went anywhere. I started noticing uh, band-aids on people's faces. Oh, interesting. And the first one I saw, I just thought it was a cut on someone's face. I didn't photograph it. Then a week later, I saw another one. Kind of like, what was his name? Was it Nelly? Nelly? Yeah, Nelly yeah. would wear a band-aid on his face. Similar. Cool. Similar look. vibe. Uh, and then since then, I, I always, I share a trend usually when I hit 10, when I find 10 of them, and I can make okay. a, a carousel on Instagram. And I never got there. I got, and this was last summer. I got to like seven. And then I never, I didn't see any more. And in my mind, I just don't consider it a trend unless I get to 10 for mm -hmm. whatever, you know, it's stupid. But um, so that was one that like, I kind of wish I saw, I wish I, I wish it went further than that. Um, a lot of homemade stuff, mm. uh, trends right now that I really enjoy that is homemade. I think people got pretty creative during quarantine mm -hmm. and um, they started redoing some of their clothes, taking it apart, putting it back together you know, adding patches and whatever, different things like that. So uh, I'm constantly looking for things that are homemade. Like I took a picture of a girl like a couple of weeks ago that she was wearing like a pair, a pair of slacks like around her neck. Uh, and she like kind of, it was, it was designed to be not a shirt, but and not a scarf, um, just a piece, you know, and it was mm -hmm. really cool. Um, I love unique things like that. Um, other trends that are more like mainstream, uh, I would say like high-waisted, high-waisted pants for men, high-waisted trousers for men, um, wide, wide, like extra material too, like 90s, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? 90s, 2000s, like all that stuff, like that is, you know, like everything else, everything comes back. Everything comes back. It's you know, nice because so. it's so much more comfortable than like skinny <laughs> pants. Dude, skinny jeans are, they, they hit the road. Just no. wait, wait two years and they'll be back though. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I was a fan of skinny jeans. I like, you know, I, I really, I, yeah, man, totally. When skinny jeans, you know, I mean, we're talking like 10 years ago now, but like, mm. um, I liked, I liked, I, I, I mean, you know, you can get, you can get comfortable skinny jeans too. It doesn't all have to be, you know, like squeezing your, as long as I can sit down in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. You probably have a harder time finding pants. You're so tall. I'm all torso, actually. Oh, really? I wear a 34 length in leg, which is pretty normal. That's funny. Shorts are or shirts are usually pretty short on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. You got an extra vertebrae in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are some of the trends that like I'm just been like peeking at now and then. You know, uh, mm -hmm. there was a trend for a little while right after RBG died, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That like uh, they're called. I think they're called pilgrim collars. They're like those. Yeah. You know, like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like those, yeah. I'm, talking about. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're called pilgrim collars. I could I could be mistaken, but um, you know, things like that, whatever. Huh. 
I so it's, it's topical. Like, it's, you know, yeah. has to do with yeah, the yeah. events, stuff like that. It, it actually, it was funny. It like came and went. I, I saw a lot of them in about a month and then they dwindled. You know, yeah. yeah. And now I see them now and then I still appreciate them. I think they're a great article. Yeah. Really cool. They make everything look cool. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. What's your process like taking a photo, uh, approaching the, the subject of the photo, things like that? Um, I think music has a lot to do with it. I, I always find something that I'm really into, you know, like I'll, like Chance the Rapper is so good. And like his music is, is, is so happy. And it's like, there's no bad songs. And you put, I put that up, I'll put on something, whatever it may be. And um, just get into a groove of just kind of like walking the streets. And I kind of try to look for a good place where the background would be okay. Also, um, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't always work out. Um, I try to, if I'm not walking, I'll try to find like slightly higher ground where I'm, you know, standing on, on a curb that's a little bit broken or beaten up where I can kind of see over everybody's heads. Mm-hmm. If I was your height, it wouldn't matter. You know, <laughs> I'm like 5'11". So I'm like in the, in the mix of like most people, I mean, I, you know, I got to get up a little bit higher to see over everybody. And, um, I'll see somebody coming from a really far away, like a full, a full city block away. Like there'll be, you know, and I'll see them and then I'll position myself. I'll get right smack in the middle of the, of the sidewalk and I'll wait. And, uh, and it usually takes me on average, like three or four blocks to get the shot. Right. Like I'll take, huh. cause there's so many people, you yeah. know, so I'll take the shot. I'll take the shot. And if I don't get it clean in the way that I want, I'll run another block ahead and I'll wait for them again. And I'll take it again. And then if I miss it again, I'll run another block. And on average, I would say it's two to three blocks before I get it the way that I want. Sometimes okay. they turn. Now I'm now I see them turn and I got to book it back <laughs> to them. And then I go past them and then I'll catch it that way. Um, and then other times, if the streets are really hectic and it's and it's five o'clock and everyone's out of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try, I'll rip off a couple shots. And if I don't get it perfect, I'll explain them. I'll stop them. After I take every picture, I talk to them and I explain the project. And I ask them like, Hey, would you mind if I took another couple ones? Like I'll run ahead of you. You could just ignore me wherever you're going. Just tell me. And I'll, I'll run two, three blocks ahead. Forget about me altogether. And I'll just rip off a couple shots as you're approaching. Cool. And then I'll, I'll try to nail them like that. And then, you know, uh, and then we chat for a few minutes and, you know, sometimes it's brief. Sometimes it's not. I, I usually ask people if, you know, if you're into being tagged, if like, you know, if that's your thing, mm-hmm. if you don't mind sending me a message on, on Instagram so I can screenshot it and put it in a separate folder. Um, and that's it. You know, lately um, people have been recognizing me, so it makes it a little <laughs> bit easier, you know, and, the, and then they're like, you know, they're, they're excited about it. And then it's backfired too, where people know who I am and, and don't want to be on the page because of the size of the audience. You know, they're like, oh, I don't, okay. I have a better outfit than this. Like, I don't want this one oh, in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. It happens quite a bit. Yeah. Really? You'd mm-hmm. think they'd just take the opportunity. Yeah. You know what? I think that there are people that who are aspiring to do certain things. Uh-huh. And I think that um, they want to be painted in the right picture. I don't blame them. I get it. Sure, sure, um, sure. So, That's yeah, fine. like I, I took a really cool picture of a dude uh in denim on denim the other day and he was like yo i got something so much cooler you're gonna be around tomorrow you know can i you know i got this jumpsuit whatever 
his picture's awesome. He looks really cool. Um, but then there's, yeah, there's other people that are like, Oh, like, I know who you are. Like, please don't post that. Like I, I, I'd, I'd so much rather go home and get, put something else cooler on or whatever. Um, yeah. doesn't happen all that much, but probably once a day it happens. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Hmm. It is a lot, but wow. it's nice when people recognize you for, for the, for the work too. You know what I mean? So, oh, for sure. Uh, I also, I especially like it when people talk to me about the photography of it, because that's like the most important part of it to me. So, oh, absolutely. You know, you know, when people are like, oh, I'm not really that into fashion, but I love your photos and I'm a photographer myself. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's cool. <laughs> you know? That's, that's what awesome. I really yeah. like to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I can't talk about fashion. I get caught with my pants down easily. You know, like I, <laughs> the, the other fashion guys in the game, they'll run circles around me. I, I just like taking pictures of what I think looks cool. And of yeah. course, naturally, I've fallen into the fashion aspect of it, but I, mm-hmm. I don't keep up like I should or like the other guys do, you know. I mean, but that's you somewhat of it. a... Yeah, yeah, I was like, going to say. That way you're not worried about the brands or the, yeah. you know... Like, true, like, true, true. Which, which designers in right now, things like that. You're just taking what you think looks good. Yeah, right. Curate it in the way that you think looks good. And it, clearly, I mean, look at your audience, look at your engagement. I appreciate People it. are enjoying it. Yeah. Myself included. Thanks, man. I, I mean, it. something that John and I have always said in the podcast is it's not necessarily like what you wear, but just how you how yeah. you wear it or like like how you are you wearing it? the clothes or are the clothes wearing you literally? Well, that's like the yeah. difference between fashion and style to me. You know, what I mean, it's like fashion mm-hmm. is the gear and style mm-hmm. is how you do it. What are you going to yeah. do with the gear? You know, and 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 I, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like the brand stuff. I think the, the brand stuff is there for a reason. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. it's for sure. cool for a reason. And I see, you know, like like Telfar. I really like Telfar. Yeah. Telfar is great. Yeah. He's and awesome. he, and he's not, wait, what's his name? Um, Telfar Clemens. Telfar Clemens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's not on the level of like some of the major ones, but mm-hmm. he, but he's really racing to the top of the mountain. Yeah. And he really, has a really huge really. like cult following people. Oh my God. Literally a work. cult following. Yeah. It's yeah. um, his stuff sells out so fast, but you know what I, what I really like about it is not, not even him, but even, whoever let's just say gucci balenciaga whatever any of these people like i'm like i see somebody in the street like i saw this girl in the street and she made a full outfit out of like one of those old grandma square blankets you know that the, the, yeah, yeah i remember yeah. that one from your page nice nice and um i loved it so much and she was like yeah you know i think we talked for a while about her maybe making other ones for other people and then when i meet these like these like young de- i meet like young designers a lot of young designers who are creating things and i envision that that's how Telfar started. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. how, yeah, I'm going to make something. I'm into this. I want to design something and it starts small and it gets bigger. Um, and now I'm seeing, I mean, that's, that's, that's been the biggest thing that I've seen in, in the last year that's exploded. I see more Telfar than I see probably anything else more than Gucci or just, just about anything. I, I think besides like, you know, Nike or something like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Telfar is, he's really climbing the, the ranks real quick. Yeah. Uh, the Bushwick Birkin. What's the Bushwick Birkin? That's what they call the Telfar bag. The Telfar bag. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So funny. I actually heard somebody say that yesterday. And I like, I, I learned that yesterday and I forgot it already. That's how dense I am. <laughs> we can be like your, your urban dictionary. If you ever have like <laughs> yeah. a word that you don't know, just shoot yeah, us yeah, a text. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we'll fill you in. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a young person's game now, man. I'm, I'm old. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm old. I'm a dinosaur. I'm like, I'm out of touch. I got to call my little cousin all the time. And be like, yo, what the hell does this mean? 
<laughs> I'm out of touch now. I feel like after graduating college, I, you know, I don't relate. I'm two years out of college and like myself and a college freshman or a college sophomore would have nothing to talk about. You it's so think. different. Like we were talking about this on our podcast yesterday. The difference is I didn't grow up with a smartphone mm. in my hand. Like I didn't have my first smartphone until I was in high school. And the the kids going into college now, they've had it since they were in like elementary school. Well, I mean, have you played Fortnite with these kids? Oh, John and I got into Fortnite for about a John week. I got into Fortnite we're for like a week in players. March. Uh, yeah. We took some, some big dubs and then retired forever. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, how old are you guys? I'm 24. I'm 21. Nice. Oh, you're 22. Oh, I'm 22. Oh, God. Nice. Oh, I'm old. This is what starts happening, Sal. Yep. You're getting older. You're going to forget your age. Yep. Um, that's yeah, cool, man. Like, like, talking to a 19, 18-year-old, I, I don't think I'd have that much to talk about. Yo, I'm, 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 I'm born in 1980. So when I see like kids, like I, not even kids. So I moved to Brooklyn when I was... Um, 22 i think or 23 okay i'm 41 now and um for some reason it never dawned on me that like i was getting older and like new 22 year olds are moving in every year you know what i mean (laughs) so like fresh rate yeah now it's like i'm like i'm like 41 and i'll talk to someone and i'll be like oh what's the what's your necklace what's the 2000 mean and i'll be like oh it's the year i was born i'm like huh i was like out of high school already like this is insanity like I'm forgetting I'm talking to them like we're the same age and we're not. Yeah. Well, I'm very childish. You know what I mean? And like I, I but like it's just a different I'm, I'm from a different generation altogether. Yeah. But I don't feel like like when I talk to you guys, I feel like I'm just able to have a normal conversation. I don't feel like I appreciate I it. Dudes, I'm sorry. It's getting so dark here. It's like getting nighttime. Oh, it's oh no worries. That's usually my my side. John usually is well lit, and I'm like sitting yeah. in darkness. Oh, I'm as grudge. far I'm as far east as or as far west as Eastern Standard Time Zone goes. I'm like yeah. 45 minutes away from Central Standard Time. So right, right. Oh, you're mm-hmm. using natural light here. Natural light. Oh, I have a ring light on, but you yeah. Know. Okay, nice. I'm gonna have to turn these lights on in a minute. Let me see it without the ring light. You get a little bit. There's a window right over there. Oh, so dude, the ring light is doing it. Yeah, I look like a ghoul without it. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but shit. What were we talking about? Where we always go off topic. Oh yeah, we were like talking that. about just age. Um, Hoot nanny, I don't know what's going on. We'll move yeah. to the next question. Something like that. Have you ever been approached by a brand to shoot a campaign? Because I feel like your your outtake or your your outlook, excuse me, on style and fashion is pretty unique. Like you get people, yeah, candidly. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, I do. I I have uh, and I do, and I've been getting them more now. Interesting. I've taken a couple of them. I've done it a couple times, uh, which the audience, for the most part, um, understands and appreciates, which I really respect. Um, but then there's these, you know, people that are like, you fucking sold out, you know, but dude, I'm, I'm, I gotta, I, I, you know what it is, man, this thing is, it's, it's, it's free for everybody to look at, you know what I mean? And it's really hard for me to do this every day. And I've been doing it for a long time. So it's like, it's nice to get, to get paid for something that, that you enjoy doing. Um, but I, I do, I, I, I have like a contract that I signed with myself that I only do these things with brands or deals if they give me full creative freedom and they let me do it exactly the way that I want to do it. Uh, I don't do any like, Hey, 
look at this vacuum. It's my favorite vacuum. You know what I mean? Like it's, if I'm going to do like, I just did something with Levi's uh, and they were like, you know, we, so I was just like, look, I'll, I'll, I'll find people wearing Levi's in the street. And, and if you, if you, if, you know, and if that's cool with you, then, you know, we'll be good to go. I don't want to, I don't want to like make like, I, I can't do anything I don't believe in. It, yeah. It's, it's got to feel authentic. Yeah. Yeah. And I do that with like, if people send us clothes or if uh, we've had a couple of brands approach us to do like ad reads and stuff on the podcast and it just hasn't felt natural. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. I appreciate that you guys do that. You try. <laughs> yeah. It's tempting, you know? Yeah, yeah. it is. But... but you also, you don't want to lose people no. by, you know what? I, back in the, not even back in the day, a couple of years ago, I bought maybe three, four years ago, I bought something that an influencer and it was like, for some reason it didn't dawn on me because this person's always so honest mm-hmm. and they were talking about a product and I bought it and it was such a pile of crap. And I was like, <laughs> yo. And then I started noticing, I'm like, yo, this person's just selling stuff. Yeah, you, you know yeah. what I mean. They're like, "Yo, buy this, buy that. This is awesome. This is my favorite thing." I'm like, "They're selling. They're they're sending you this product. They're paying you thousands of dollars. You're taking a video of it and you're throwing it in the trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's what this was. It was a piece of garbage. And I'm like, I, I don't want to send anybody down that road. So I'm like, if I'm gonna do it, I'll, I'll be honest with, you know, and like, I'll still share things that I like, even if it's you know, like I posted about the the Sour Patch Kids store in New York City today. They didn't asked me to do that i just thought it was awesome and wanted to wanted to share it you know yeah um, so yeah so that's that's pretty much where i'm at with like brands and doing things i'll do it if it fits my scheme you know yeah, what i mean and exactly. if I, I think can... yeah similar approach to the pair of kings podcast it's good to hear <laughs> cool it's a way to do it man yeah that's good um in in new york you know the the weather changes pretty drastically throughout the year. Uh, do you have a favorite season for outfits? Um, I think uh, the beginning of every season is my favorite. You know, the beginning of summer, the beginning of fall, the beginning of spring, mm-hmm. winter, whatever, just because it's changing. If mm-hmm. I had to pick one, fall is just killer, man. You can wear anything. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you, you can do and you see it. Yeah. yeah. And there's, you can get coats, you can get the people that are warm all the time and like, you know, stay with their jackets on, uh, um, t-shirts or tank tops or whatever. So fall is really good. The colors are great. You know, I love, I just love autumn. I love rust. I love, and those colors are great to photograph too. When you're in mm-hmm. a concrete city, especially, you know what I mean? With everything, the color of concrete, when, when rusts are coming out and purples and things like that, things that are related to autumn and reds. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful time of year. It's just a great refreshing air in New York. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I appreciate fall more than anything. I don't like that. It goes into winter. Winter is brutal. It's so much more difficult to shoot. The days are shorter. Um, the light's just, weird too. The light gets really the cold. The light is really weird. It's, it's a nightmare. I, I, I literally have to double or triple my efforts in the winter to really just scrape by with with good enough stuff that i feel confident in sharing you know mm. sun's down at 3 30 4 o'clock sometimes it's like <laughs> it, people aren't even out of work yet you know i'm like i'm i'm, I'm shooting people at one two o'clock in the afternoon you know it's it's tough it's really you tough. get your your vitamin d fix for like 15 yeah. minutes and that's it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but yeah fall fall is my favorite fall is yeah. awesome fall in new york in general is just beautiful 
Yeah. I love I love Halloween in New York. I think Halloween mm. in New York is really a blast. I'm sure it's that's an, a neighborhood holiday. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Christmas, Thanksgiving. You get together with your family, your friends. You close the door. You go inside. That's it. Halloween is like you're sharing it with your neighbors. It's so much yeah. fun. People are decorating everywhere for you and scaring you. It's just so cool. Do either of you have any Halloween costumes planned? Oh, man. I, uh, I made my Halloween costume the last couple of years. I made a gigantic head out of cardboard. Uh, I'll send you a picture of it. It was really fun. <laughs> I, I, my favorite thing about Halloween now is that I dress my kid up every year and I, and, yeah. and this is year four and we've okay. done a Wes Anderson. We've done a Wes Anderson theme every year. Ooh, uh, nice. He's my favorite director. So the first year he was the lobby boy. Okay. Uh, the second year he was Steve Zissou last year, Steve Zissou from life aquatic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bill yeah, Murray's yeah. character. Yep. Great, great, great movie. Um, the third year, last year, he was Sam Shakovsky. He was the kid from Moonrise Kingdom, the Boy oh, Scout. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. And then this year, he's going to be uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Nice. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's yeah. my favorite Wes Anderson movie. That's your favorite? Mm-hmm. That oh, one came out oh. at a, like a formative time in our lives, yeah. too. So that was like teenage years, like right. the more artistic stuff. Totally. Yeah. For me, it was just the stop motion. Like that and Coraline Beautiful. were like my yeah. two... I was terrified of Coraline. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. two really good movies. Yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox is is one of those movies that I can put on and do anything to. You know, just uh, whether I'm just like it's just in, on in the background when I'm cleaning or hanging out or editing. It's like I have a lot of those movies, those comfort movies that I edit to. You know what I mean? That sure. I don't, I can't get distracted. Like Stand by Me is a movie that I've watched a bazillion times, and I could put that on and just like edit for for hours and not have to not be distracted and that's why i like baseball too mm-hmm. who's who's your team is it the yankees okay enough I, I i root for the mets though too i root okay. for new york i'm i'm a i'm a new york guy i want new york to win all the time so. ride or die yeah now you said you moved to brooklyn when you were 22 where did you move from were you born and raised in in the new york or were you yeah I, well i was born in uh, in jackson heights in queens okay uh, and then we moved to a town called middle village which is also in queens and i lived in middle village until like elementary school and then my folks moved us out to long island uh, my, okay. my we have a little brother mom and dad and then were uh, you we ever lived- uh, a dodgers fan being out in no this was dodgers that was way back in the day so i had like some old uncles and okay. stuff that were like Brooklyn Dodgers fans. Yeah, yeah. That stayed true to like loving the Dodgers. But by the time I was coming up, you know, it. it was the Yankees okay. and, and the Mets. Got it. Um, so I actually grew up a Mets fan because um, we lived in Queens. We went to we went to Shea Stadium a lot growing up. Um, the 86 World Series. I was like a six year old kid. I like remember. Oh, that's awesome. Like the, yeah, I remember that, you know. Um, and then uh yeah, we moved out to Long Island, uh, went to high school on Long Island. After high school, I putzed around out here for a couple of years. And then I moved to Brooklyn, I think, in 2003, I think. Okay. Um, and I lived in Greenpoint for the whole time. Um, and then last year, we bought a house. My wife and I and kid bought a house out on Long Island. And we have so we have an apartment, uh, our apartment in Brooklyn, and we have a, a spot out here on the island. Awesome. I like being close to my fam and stuff out here and it's beautiful and there's a lot of water and it's a lot of freedom out here and, you know, open spaces for sure. Excellent. And that's why New York's great, man. You know, Long Island's got these beautiful beaches yeah. and, and, and New York city is the greatest place in the world. And then you, and you can go all the way out East to the, to the Hamptons. I love Sag Harbor. 
I love those those out east towns, and I and I love upstate New York. I love I love the the Catskills. I was out in uh, like Sag Harbor. Um, I was out in Shelter Island with my girlfriend for most of the summer. It's gorgeous. Like it was just such a wonderful time. Yeah. What'd you do out there? Um, so she was studying for the MCAT um, and I was applying to jobs and honestly sort of goofing around during the day. Podcasting um, fishing. Yeah, literally. So I'd go and fish in the morning, get Dude. some work done and then <laughs> go. Dream. Yeah. What'd you catch? You catch anything? Uh, there's a ton of flounder. There's a ton of striped bass. Uh, I caught a shark. You got a um, shark. Yeah, I, I, there's a little bit of everything. And you yeah. can just catch everything from the shore, which is really nice. We 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 live right on the bay over here, so I've been going fishing like a few days a week. It's really oh, let's fun. go. My kid, come on out, dude. You want to go I, fishing? Yes, like absolutely, like unironically, yes. I caught my first <laughs> puffer fish the other day. Oh, oh no way! That's awesome. Yeah. You rub their belly and they blow up like a basketball. <laughs> I've never wait so what kind of sorry fish talk uh what yeah. kind of lore did you have on was it just like a normal you know, it's so funny so the other day in the bay i caught five different kinds of fish i caught a snapper okay. i caught a fluke a okay. sea robin a porgy and a puffer sea robins are weird whoa dinosaurs dude i remember i caught it and i like didn't know what i had caught like i i was genuinely like what 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 is this thing like yeah this I, dragon dinosaur it's barking at you yeah it like it, <laughs> yeah no john like that's not a joke it literally goes like that's Ugh. crazy i'm a block and a half from lake michigan so it's all freshwater like very run-of-the-mill like if you google a fish that's what you see <laughs> freshwater is my jam though man i i, I like freshwater more than salt water it's lovely i've been a certified scuba diver since i was 12 so a lot of cool. a lot of good diving in lake michigan yeah. nice johnny if yeah. you ever make it up to connecticut we can go uh fly fishing i'm like an hour away from a very good river dude cool yeah. uh what part of connecticut uh i'm in new haven but the river's up in farmington so there's a river that runs basically down through massachusetts and then down through connecticut falls out into the connecticut river but it's called the farmington and it's they stock it i think every year um, that's cool like really nice. that is so Johnny, we've talked about uh, like the best season for for outfits and fashion, um, but talking about I guess New York as a whole, um, what are the the best kind of areas in the city for fashion and style and taking the photos that you're looking to take? Like, do you notice different types of outfits in different parts of the city? Um, are there any boroughs or areas that are like radically different, either good or bad, from the rest of the city as well? Um. I won't say anything like bad about any place in the city. It's just not my, mm -hmm. it's not, but um, as far as like, um, but of course, but um, yeah, different parts of the city show you different styles. Um, and it's, it's probably money related, I guess. You know what I mean? Like if you go into Tribeca, um, I don't want this to sound negative, you know what I mean? But um it's not negative. There's nothing wrong with having money. There's nothing wrong with spending your money on, on fun things, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I, I notice a lot more designer stuff, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll notice a lot more high end stuff, more polished um, in places like Tribeca or wherever, things like that. And then if you go to Williamsburg, where typically there's more artists, there's more, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a very creative town. It's people that are working in bars and restaurants and they seem to get very creative with their thrift. They're very good at thrifting, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. my friend Darnell, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the page. There's a guy that I feature all the time. His name is Darnell. And, um, 
he is a superstar, man. This guy thrifts like you've never seen anybody thrift. This guy can walk any runway on the planet after walking into a thrift store for 10 minutes and <laughs> finds the craziest things. And it's things that money just can't buy. You know, yeah. what I mean? yeah. the, the, the most the, the people with the most money in Manhattan that want to buy the coolest brand name stuff. And I like the brand name stuff. Don't get me wrong. I think it's cool. You just can't match this kid's creativity and his imagination and what he can do by just walking into a thrift shop, yeah. cutting the sleeves off of something and burning something with a light or whatever, whatever he does is cool. And that's just a hmm. God given natural talent. That's you know a skill. I mean? Yeah. It's oh, a skill. Absolutely. So that's like, you know, that's the difference, you know, money, I think, you know what I mean? And like I said, nothing, not that there's anything wrong with it at all. And I'm yeah. sure there's people that have money that like brands and like thrifting as well. You know, it's not, but I just do, I do notice that when I'm in places like, like, you know, neighborhoods that tend to have a little bit more money, um, you know, they, they're a little bit more polished and a little bit more um, brand designer stuff than when I go to other neighborhoods in Brooklyn and stuff like that, that mm -hmm. need to get a little bit more creative, which I appreciate. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Johnny. We've made it to our final question of the evening. Whoa. Uh, oh, wait, John, really yeah. quickly. Uh, Discord. Oh, okay. So, Johnny, we have uh, what's called Discord. It is a community for our listeners and the people who interact with us on Instagram, etc. We like to call it the happiest place in fashion. It is a, it's a wonderful place, a lot of supportive people, a lot of different styles, different outfits. Everyone's super nice to each other. And the only barrier of entry is that all we ask is that people listen to an episode and send us a keyword that they heard in said episode. Uh, if they DM it to us, we will respond with an invite to the Discord. And we have our guest pick what that word should be. What what should the folks at home, in the car, wherever they may be listening, DM at Pair of Kings Pod on Instagram if they'd like to join the Discord. Um, my favorite food is something that my mom makes. She makes it for me once a year at Easter. Uh, it's called Pizza Rustica. Oh, okay. And it's a pie that's filled with like ragout and meat and cheeses and it's baked in the oven and it's warm and toasty. And it's my favorite thing to eat in the whole wide world. It sounds Pizza, lovely. Pizza Rustica is the word, gentlemen. Well, folks, you heard it from the man himself. DM us Pizza Rustica and we will respond with an invite to what we like to call the happiest place in fashion. With that being said, it's time for our final question of the evening, the the cornerstone of the Pair of Kings interview experience. We've asked this to every single guest who's appeared on the podcast. We've had laughter. We've had confusion. We have had tears. Mm. And we will find out what Johnny's reaction will be in just a couple of seconds. Right. Johnny Cirillo of Watching New York. If you had a year to eat a door, hinges and doorknob included, do you think you could do it? And if so, how? <laughs> <laughs> this is the question that you ask everybody this every is single person you have one year one year 365 yeah. days or 366 if it's a leap year what kind of door is it what's the material a fine oak untreated like there's untreated no chemical safe you're not gonna yeah, yeah we're, gonna we're thinking hurt. safe to consume but do you think you could consume it it's a it's a doorknob door doorknob hinges, hinges the whole yeah. the whole kit and caboodle Um, 
What do you mean? Do you think I can do it? Is there money involved? Nope. Human accomplishment. Yep. Do you human think human accomplishment? You could do it. Um, do I have access to like tools that I need or do Absolutely. I have to? You, yeah, can, yeah, you yeah. can do whatever you'd like to the door. The door. I think I can get through guys. I'll be honest with you. Go okay. grind it down into a powder. Yeah. Sawdust. Sawdust, baby. I'll make milkshakes with it. Okay. The doorknob. That's where it gets, gets a little tricky. Yeah. What can you do with it? What can you do? It's a road. I mean, it's, it's natural, right? I mean, metal is natural. Yeah. 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 You know, everything's from the earth. You need iron in your in your diet. I can't do it. You can't do it. Really? I don't think I want to eat the doorknob. I'd eat the door. Okay. I think so the, it, the metal in my, You know what, guys? Life is precious. It this is. is a very fun thing to say that you did, but okay. the people that I would be impressing um wouldn't be the people that like <laughs> That I would be cared that I would care to impress. That'd be a fun party anecdote, though. And that's true. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say that I did it anyway, and I'll just lie. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody will even know. Life is short. Lie about eating doors. I'm so good on Photoshop. I can even make an official fucking thing that I can pull out of my wallet. I'll make <laughs> a Guinness book. I'll tell them to go to the Guinness book and look me up. I'm the only one that ever ate a door in a year. If they look it up, then they caught me. But I'm going to lie about this. Actually, it's funny that you guys ask. I've actually done this before. I've eaten a door, <laughs> knob, everything. Wow. So, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. Of course. You know, we, uh, we like to do research on our guests before we, yes. before we dive in. What a great question. I want someone to listen to the podcast and take that out of context and quote you on it in like some sort of interview. <laughs> I have eaten a door, quote. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My claim to fame. <laughs> With great that question. being said, though, you uh, have officially now made it through the pair of Kings podcast interview experience. Congratulations. Uh, we are not done quite yet. We have the closing ceremonies, if you will, cool. starting off with something that we like to call song of the week. We have an ongoing Spotify playlist that we add on to each and every week with our guest picks as well as our own. Uh, so what have you been listening to? What's been in the ears? What is your song of the week, Johnny? I've been listening to a lot of Cat Stevens lately. Ooh, um, there's a song nice. called Sitting. Okay. It's been like rattling around in my brain for the last 10 days. Uh, I thoroughly have been enjoying it. It's an old song, you know, but it's something mm -hmm. that I, I that has been hitting really hard. He's such um, a talented guy. Totally. You I associate I his music with my favorite memories of my life, like family Great. vacations as a kid listening Beautiful. to James Taylor and Cat Stevens. He's aged very well. Have you listened yeah. to his new stuff? Not a ton of it, but I have heard some of it. The Laughing Apple was an album that he came out with in, I think, 2018. Okay. He didn't miss a beat, dude. This guy's older now. You know, a lot of voices change. They crack. They, you know, Cat Stevens has really, I don't know what he's been doing, but he has maintained a very, like a very strong voice. Um, let me just take Check a quick peek at like what I've been listening to and what, um, that's really good. That's really good. Um, I was into the Kanye for like a minute, but it, it just tailed off on me. Um, Donda? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been really into the Cranberries. Okay. Oh, yep. Uh, but yeah, this, the song that's been at the top of my list, like when I need to get, when I, when I need to get into the right headspace is, has been Cat Stevens sitting. Right. That's, that's my a answer. Good, it's a good song. What about you guys? John, you want to 
Absolutely. Shout it out first. Absolutely. Um, this was a song that I could not remember the title to uh, on my drive home from work today. And so I was like desperately searching around my phone after I got back to my apartment <laughs> trying to find it. Uh, it is Bambi by Hippocampus. It has a really fun intro Ooh. and it was stuck in my head. And for the life of me, I, I couldn't even remember the artist. Uh, I thought it was by Still Woozy because it they have, it sounds like it could yeah. be a Still Woozy song, but it's a great, great tune. Cool. I got to check it out. We'll give it a listen if, uh, if you have the time. Yeah, we'll do. Saul, what about you? Um, I should mention all of these songs and more on a Spotify playlist called Pair of Kings, Pair of Pants. Um, you can find Johnny's song, my song, John's song from this episode and a bunch of others on a playlist. It's now 48 strong as I add mine. Uh, my song is I Follow You by Melody's Echo Chamber. I've never even heard of it. Shoot. They're a great band. Uh, I wish they were bigger in terms of just like more people knowing them. Um, but yeah, no, they, they make very good music. I've recommended uh, one of my favorite songs is another one of theirs. It's called Shir, uh, Shirim, S-H-I-R-I-M. Okay. Um, and this is just another song that I like by them. I got to I got to Well, I guess I'll go on this. I'll go on this playlist and check it out. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, this this a new as far as like a new song goes have you guys listened to i think it's called glass animals and then the song is called heat waves okay i'm familiar with the group i'm not familiar with the song the song is a banger man it's I'm gonna, like i'm gonna save it to the spotify i'm not even gonna just put it in the queue i trust yeah. you, johnny i'm gonna save it to the spotify yeah that that's i mean that like cat stevens is like a is, a, is my safety you know that's like mm. where i go to and that one song that one cat stevens song has been rattling around like i said for a little bit up up top but like the the glass animals song heat waves is is a banger it's really good it makes give it a spin good. after the episode going on yeah, a run yeah. after this so I'll... cool yeah load it up Yes, indeed. Cool, man. Well, with that being said, uh, we have now officially reached the end of this podcast. But before we get out of here, I want to give a huge, huge, huge thank you to Johnny for taking the time to uh, to chop it up with us. You know, it felt like we've known each other for a lot longer than a couple hours. Oh, yeah. This was super, super awesome. Thank you. Johnny. Yeah, dudes, I thoroughly, you know, a lot of podcasts, some of these po- I've done like 10 of these now and some of them are kind of stuffy and it's a lot of like. <laughs> same questions i really enjoyed the flow here and it's like this kind of felt it was therapeutic so it was very nice i appreciate it uh yeah, it was fun johnny before we get out of here the floor is yours uh let the people know where they can find you i mean your ad's going to be in the title of this episode but still let the people know where they can find you give any shout outs you'd like to give anything you have to say uh well it's watching new york pretty much on all the platforms but instagram is like the main focus uh mm-hmm. watching new york on um Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I'm trying to, I'm going to try to start uh, YouTube, but, um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's where you can find me, I guess. Um, you know, be good to each other. Yeah. Beautiful. We've got, uh, one last thing to do. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If you like this episode, you can go find, uh, uh, another episode, an additional episode every week, plus other perks, I guess I should say, uh, over on our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash pair of kings podcast. Um, and a, a, a perk of that is uh, all of our, um, as we call them, lobster deniers. We thank them at the end of every episode. Um, John, do you have the list up? I do. Without further ado, thank you, Isaac. Thank you, Chase. Thank you, Barlos 2K. Thank you, Jaboop. Thank you, Dom Choi. Thank you, Etai Gang. Thank you, Kalen McCormack. Thank you, Young Def. Thank you, Gabriel Emberton. Thank you, Mitch Morton. 
Thank you, Charles Heller. Thank you, T-Mill. Thank you, Marquise. Thank you, William Rushman. Thank you, Joaquin Mountier. Thank you, Yako Ratari. Thank you, Yannick. Um, thank you to all of our patrons um, as well. Everybody that's shown support for the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Um, without any further ado, I am Saul. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined each and every wonderful week by my even more wonderful co-host. Well, first of all, thanks, Saul. That was very nice. But I'm John. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And this very special week by a very special guest, Johnny Cirillo of at Watching New York on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, go follow him. Go show love. Um, and if you're in New York, keep an eye out for him. Um, see if, I don't know, if you get on the page, give us a heads up. I don't know. Be cool to see one of our yeah, If any of our listeners ever get on the page, please let us know. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much to everybody for listening, new and old. Um, as always, uh, shoot us a message. Stay in touch. Um, follow us on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod, on Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod, on TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. Um, whatever the the issue may be, um, maybe not issue. I hope we don't have any issues. Um, shoot us a message. Let us know. Um, and come hang out. It's a wonderful time. Um, as always, everybody, this has been the Pair of Kings Podcast, where once a week, every week for their foreseeable future, twice a week, every week for patrons. We are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Have a good Thursday. And as always, wear what you like and like what you wear. Thanks, everybody. Yo, can I can I say something real quick? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Sorry. I didn't want to cut off your, your, your awesome thing there at the end. <laughs> but you mentioned something and it made me think, like if anybody that's listening to this, like you said, if anybody gets on that's listening to this, send us a message. If anybody's listening to this, and you're in New York or you're coming to New York, send me a message telling me that you've listened to this podcast and I'll meet, I'll meet up with you. Like, just let me know where you're going to be at, or I'll let you know where I'm going to be shooting for a day or whatever. I don't usually do it, but I would love to, uh, to do that. Like in in case anybody's listening to this and you, and whatever, and you want to, and you want to get a photo taken and you're wearing something cool, send me a message. I'll be like, yo, I'm here today. You know, walk on by. That'd be awesome. If John and I, if the first time or if we ever meet in New York, we'll just have one picture taken by Johnny and not mention it to anybody else. <laughs> yeah, we won't tell our our uh, friends and listeners that we we met. No, they'll have no. to find it through your page. <laughs> you know, it's sad when like uh, sometimes I see people walking by me like four or five times, and it's just not the right exact vibe that I was looking for. And then yeah. I'll get a message later like, "Hey, I." I was I not wearing anything good enough? I, I walked oh. by you a few times today. It's so bad. It makes me oh. break my heart. Yeah. That's so sad. Uh, that's for the next. That's for that's for part two, guys. We'll talk about yeah. that another time. We'd love to do a part Sounds two. Sounds like a plan. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Have a great Thursday. Thanks, guys. Bye, Thank everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye.